episode we'll be taking talking a little bit about the outdoors a little about a little bit about beer of course better um and some good old barbecue tricks to put into the end of the equation mm. but over to my right i got iro what up over to my far right over there i got austin what's going on austin welcome back and then over to my left for the first time i got Hi, I'm Chris, also known as Puerto Rican Thunder, and this vape smells terrible. Oh my god, this is so bad. The person who, the guy who, who why do you think I always laugh when the smoke comes? Out? Every time like, that smoke comes out, bro, I forget it's there. I think you laugh because it's funny because because the guy who hits that vape goes crazy. Now I know you laugh because it smells so bad. Oh man. All right, let's uh, talk a bit about the brewery we're gonna have in today's episode. Um, I'm in already tasting episode, for you. I brought in some beers from Winwood Brewing Co. Right here in uh, Winwood, Miami. We woo. So the first beer we have on today's menu is the lightest out of the equation, or at least I call it the lightest, but it is not the lightest in today's APV levels. Mm-hmm. Is the typical La Rubia. La Rubia you can find anywhere, any gas station locally here in Miami. But these were picked up from your local Total Wine. Uh, I didn't make Total it wine. to the brewery for this. <laughs> Right. Literally anywhere you can find them. So as far as uh, talking about La Rubia, Rubia is an American Blondale. Um, coming from a big Puerto Rican family, uh, the father of the owner lived in family get-togethers in their backyard, barbecues, and they wanted the perfect beer for those occasions. Mm. So they crafted La Rubia with only the finest ingredients, not a large, what? Not a lager. <laughs> it's not a Pilsner. It's a Blondale. Uh, light color, sunny, easy drinking, and you can savor and welcome the family. Salud. So this is what the beer would look like. Let's put this in front of the camera so we can actually take a look at this color of what is La Rubia. All right. Look at that color. Yum. That does have a nice color to it. It does. Looks gorgeous. Looks good. That's why I'm going to dye my hair. <laughs> you gonna dye your hair gold? Indeed, that's a special gold right there. <laughs> now, it honestly, it doesn't taste bad out of the bottle. For I it love it out of the bottle. Blondale. Do you prefer to drink it out the bottle? I don't know. Let's taste it from this cup and let me see what I get. <laughs> mm. It's good. I feel like it's the same either or. Whether you drink it from the cup or you drink it from the bottle. Yes, the consistency stays yeah. about the same on both. Right, consistency is about the same on both. I don't feel a difference. Um, there's a, always those spears out there that you pour into the cup and it tastes totally better. Or it can go for the worse. It's either A or B. All right. In this case, I think I'm just going to pour the rest of the beer into this cup. Yeah, pretty much. And that way I can take this bottle out of my hands. But the color does look very Yeah, it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. But the color very definitely color. has a nicer color to it. Mm-hmm. A nice golden yeah. color. Nice golden color. All right. Now the question is, what do you rate it out of five? From one to five, I mean, this for being an everyday beer, I think I would probably give this a twenty. No. A twenty? No. It's <laughs> from one to five. five Come on. Now. You have to taste four beers to give it a twenty. <laughs> <laughs> 
Right. Um, I would probably give it a a three seventy five a four as a very. I was gonna say like three point five. Three point five. Yeah. Three point five. Three seventy five. I'll stick to a three seventy five on this. I don't see why not. It's solid. Yeah. I can I can have this at every family occasion. Repeat. Huh? Yeah. Keep going. Yeah. 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 Just my mic. Yeah, honestly, probably a three seventy five, a four. I think three seventy five is good. Yeah, I would, I would say four. Four. And I hear three seventy five. I feel like we're getting charged for something. Like buying a pack of gum or something. Gonna be three seventy five. No, three point seventy five. Three point seventy five will be my rating from one to five. Point two five being the worst. Five point zero being the best. Three point seventy five is what I would give La Rubia. La Rubia does have a 5.0% APV. So it's like your average, you know, family reunion type beer that you get here in South Florida in comparison to like Hanneken or Estella or Hanneken. Yeah. I mean, what's a, a Hyro probably know this. What's the APV on Presidente? Because I don't buy that. Presidente is cinco. It's five flat? Yeah. All right. So your typical. Is it five, 5.5, I think. Your typical Corona bottle, piss in a bottle is two. <laughs> 3.28. <laughs> That's where your typical piss in the bottle is. So this this at 5.0 tastes as remotely smooth for it being an everyday family reunion beer. <laughs> and I feel like this is a beer that I can take to a Latin family reunion and not get yelled at for bringing some exotic yeah. drink. <laughs> you know, they tried it in Heineken. Yeah. <laughs> but the real question is, would you take this to a family reunion? Yeah. Would I buy this? Would no. you get caught taking this to a family reunion? I mean, after tasting it today, I don't see why I wouldn't do it. Um, I had tasted it before, and it's probably not the first thing I would grab off the shelf. Me, personally, I don't think I'd catch you walking <laughs> into it with this in your hand. I think I'm dropping mine to a 3.5, honestly. <laughs> yeah. no, I, I could see him bringing it in and just be like, mira, tengo la rubia conmigo. I would probably bring that, <laughs> and then I would bring my batch on the side just so that they can have their selection and I can have mine. You would bring yeah. this in if it was buy a bunch of beers and this was free on the side. Is the only way you'd bring this in. That'd I, be the only way. I, I think there's a difference in terms of preference or rating. Like just, just because you're gonna rate this a three point seventy five doesn't mean that you doesn't that you don't have anything that you prefer over this. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For sure. There's a crap ton of beers out there that I think that I would probably go to before some of the stuff that we've tasted in the last few days, honestly. But most of everything we've tasted hasn't been, actually been that bad. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but as far as La Rubia is concerned, I mean, I can see me buying this and taking it to as a selection on the menu. It's a good default beer. I think for those who are getting into beer tasting for the first time, who want to just show up and look like they know what they're drinking, <laughs> just show up and <laughs> grab this and, and take too much money. I think, it's, I think it's a great selection for someone who wants something different and other than piss on a bottle. True. You're right. Yeah. That I can agree with Austin's last mm -hmm. comment there for sure. Yeah, uh, I think that's facts. My final rating, my final rating <laughs> is 3.5. 3.5? 3. 3.5. Okay. Which isn't bad. Not bad. 3.5 is not bad. bad. It really isn't. Well, I think the How are you going to stick with 3.5? Yeah, still 3.5. Yeah. Uh, you right. know, I, I've had La Rubia multiple times, so I, 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 I know my, my choice on that. I drink all of mine. Mine is gone. <laughs> it's done. <laughs> So for me, three point five is a good one. It's a solid one. It's good. I'll take. I've taken it to places. Yeah. You know, if just, I see it there, I will drink it. Yeah. I'm not saying I wouldn't drink it. I'm just saying if there are I other mean, options, I probably will drink the other ones before this. 
I don't have anything against it, honestly. It's like one of those beers that if it is what you have at your house, it yeah. is what you have at your yeah. house. I'll have it gladly. No problem. Of course. A beer's a beer, one way or another. Mm-hmm. It's nothing standout. It's not fantastic. It's not amazing, but it's solid. It's good. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's not and it's, piss in a bottle. If you were to compare it to a dish, right? If you were to pair it with a dish, what I I, I at least feel that this can go with any any dish yeah. in reality. There's yeah. no specific genre of food that this needs to land into based on its density, its flavor. Yeah, I think it can match with almost any dish you get, whether it's an appetizer, a main dish, or your dessert. Yeah. I mean, even in the history, it says they made it for a barbecue. Yeah. You can take right. this to yeah. anything. It doesn't matter this what. It's also, you can have it with yeah, a burger. Exactly. You can have it with, with I want with it with biscottis. <laughs> it could be for anything. You can show up and you've done a solid. Huh? I agree. Yeah. yeah. That is facts. Any other side notes any of you guys got? No, nah, that's it. It's good. Before I jump into my outdoor section here. I'm actually very curious for the next beer, but I typically bring that in into after we talk about this outdoor section. All right, guys, outdoor section for today. We are in the year 2022. So if we go back to March 1st of this year, we are covering Yellowstone National Park on today's podcast. March 1st of 2022 was Yellowstone National Park's 150th birthday. Happy birthday. birthday. Um, Yellowstone National Park is famously known as the world's first national park right uh yellowstone national park was introduced back march 1st 1872 yellowstone became the first national park for all to enjoy and unique hydrothermal and geological features that yellowstone national park hosts um overall yellowstone national park is a total of 2.2 million acres uh visitors have unparalleled and unparalleled opportunities to observe wildlife and interact with the ecosystem, how it is there at Yellowstone National Park. Yellowstone National Park also sits above what we know as, or recognize as a super volcano. Just a little side note. Mm-hmm. Um, Yellowstone spans almost 3,500 miles. Um, if you put all the acres into the equation, uh, it does spread between Wyoming, Montana, and Idaho. Uh, as far as wildlife in Yellowstone National Park, uh, the major wildlife that you would typically see, if you're lucky, are buffaloes and elks. Sometimes if, me butt naked. I mean, if you see Hyrule running through Yellowstone butt naked, <laughs> run for the hills because that means something's already chasing him. That means he had too many out of we is. Yeah. yeah. Um, as far as if you guys ever do visit park, um, which I highly recommend, uh, I would recommend staying at least 25 yards away from any of the buffalo or bisons. Uh, 25 yards away from any of the elks and you want to stay at least 100 yards plus away from any of the bears or gray wolves if you find any. But I want to pet the bears. That's why you were running through the park butt naked because the bear was chasing you down. <laughs> he said 100 yards. That was That's a lot of yards. You, know, you got to stay at least a football field away from any of the bears or any of the wolves. All right. Uh, as far as entry fees to Yellowstone National Park, Yellowstone National Park entry fees are for non-commercial vehicles, thirty-five. Motorcycle or snowmobiles, thirty bucks. Uh, if you are hiking, bicycling, or rollerblading your way through the roads at Yellowstone National Park, it is twenty bucks. Um, in the world's recent events in these last two weeks, I don't know if you guys have looked at the news. Yeah. About yeah, what yeah. was been going on. Um, due to our wonderful slight global warming and uh, running from spring into summer. The melting of the snow has caused overflooding through the rivers of Yellowstone, specifically around the northern portion of the park. 
Um, last time I had checked yesterday, the park had remained closed until today. Uh, today was the official open date from what I had read last night. I didn't check this morning. Um, but as far as what portion of the park they are opening, it is only the southern loop end of the park. So you can definitely go visit Old Faithful, which is their famous geyser. Um, but you don't have access to any parts of the trails that exceed beyond the midpoint to the north uh, in connections with Montana. If you guys are visiting Yellowstone National Park, by all means, drive a little bit south. If you want to enjoy other parks outside of your reservations you may have had, um, south of Yellowstone National Park, you have Grand Tetons National Park. And north of Yellowstone National Park, you have Glaciers National Park towards the Canada-Montana borderline between the two states. All right. Uh, fees for those two parks, so you guys would have to check up on uh, mps.gov uh, because I do not have those fees for those parks specifically. But um, by all means, in my opinion, as far as my childhood memories, that is definitely one of my top picks as far as national parks are involved. Um, last time I went to that park, I can tell you I was seven years old. So we're just jumping back in 29 years in time here. <laughs> All right. That's um, a rewind. Massive rewind. Uh, and I can definitely tell you that most of the stuff that I saw at that park in relations to how you would Google it today and take a look at what's there out there is exactly the photo image that I have locked in my head, right? Um, nice little Indian tomahawks that I was buying at the gift shop. But as far as the buffaloes, the, uh, the deers, the elks, uh, the cabins, um, Watching the news these last two weeks has kind of hurt to see some of those great features go, but you know, it's a great park that you can still enjoy, right? And again, it's uh, the first national park established back in the late eight, 1800s, so 150 years back. Um, and that is again Yellowstone National Park. Now, right? question What do you got? Is it called Yellowstone National Park because the stones are yellow, or why is it named? It is named Yellowstone National Park due to the um, thermal events that occur within the stones and the water at National at Yellowstone National Park. If you look at the chemicals that come out from the geysers with that water, the when sulfur. the sulfur comes out from the geysers, causing all the stones around it to go yellow. Right? If you look up at any of the photos that I posted up on our Instagram page, you can take a look at the different tones of yellow you can potentially see at Yellowstone National Park. You can also see some of the photos of the potential wildlife like the gray wolf, the buffalo, the elk. And there's a whole collection of different birds that I didn't post up on there because you know Instagram only lets you put so many photos on a single post without having to go multiple posts. Yeah. All right. Um, if you guys are going to go out there and visit and you want to stay decently, decent temperature, I would highly recommend going between the endings of May through no further than maybe mid-September. Third week of September. Anything beyond third week of September up there tends, a dicey. To, tends to start getting a little chilly. <laughs> tends to start getting a little chilly. Wait, I love it. Wasn't there something about if it erupts, there'd be so much ash that it would block the sun around that area and it would cause massive... Erupted it, or rearranged yeah. the, the U.S. Wasn't that <laughs> some, some story like that? There are stories about that. Um, Possibly happening. The theory, as they say it, is that Yellowstone National Park sits above a supervolcano. There's only a limited number of supervolcanoes across Earth. But as far as the last calculation of the eruption of this supervolcano, somewhere around 700,000 years ago. Right? And if that thing was to blow, I'm pretty sure that most of Northwest America, most of Southwest Canada, 
would for sure be reformed. Mm-hmm. And then everything else around the Midwest to the South, to the East would just have clouds of ash in the sky from how big that volcano is supposedly. Yeah. A lot of plants. Yeah. yeah. That would cause a lot of like it'll be agricultural issues a and a bunch of stuff. Yeah. That'd be crazy. I mean, you have a Yellowstone contains one of the highest environmental scientists, like educational facilities where they monitor that the elevation that sits above the tundra of this super volcano all the time. And there's been years where it's gone up five inches. There's been years is only it's dropped back down three. There's been years it's gone up eight so forth. So it, it regulates. But as far as any eruption activity, that part, we have no idea when that could occur. But that's like a super low chance, right? Is super that like almost chance. impossible of happening? That that's probably just, not within our lifespan. Yeah. So we're good. Yeah, we're good. Yeah, so we're, we're we should be good. Yeah, so we're good. We should be good. Yeah. Let's not cause any panic. Now, the real question is, oh, my God, we're going to die. If you go visit the park right now, mm-hmm. is the entrance fee cut in a quarter? Because you, you can only visit a quarter of the park. <laughs> or do they charge you the no, full entrance I'm fee? Sure. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Well, in my nah. case scenario... Outside of those four prices we mentioned earlier in the conversation, if you want to have an annual pass to any of these parks, they have annual passes. They do have annual passes. Damn. <laughs> so you can get a single park annual pass to that one park that you have locally to you at fifty dollars, or you can get all national park annual pass at eighty dollars, and you can go to any of the national parks across the nation. And Disney That's charges four hundred dollars, <laughs> and they're and charging fifty dollars <laughs> for all the parks. That's crazy. <laughs> well, Eighty bucks for all the parks. Fifty bucks for one. Park. That's still a steal compared to yeah. Disney's like four hundred dollars, and you can only go on weekdays for well, the year. Here's the catch, though. There's no roller coasters over there, but you could potentially die. The volcano's the roller coaster. What yeah. do you mean? Hey, look, they let you <laughs> hug we do have, bears. We do have. We do. We do have a little bit of pet wolves. They have real wildlife. You can see a real bear. Just a hundred yards People in the chat. Like looks like some people are, are jumping yes, we in. Do have like Red Shark over here saying, yeah, "Loving Austin's uh, man bun." Austin's rocking the man bun. And then Shorty says, "Stay a hundred feet away from <laughs> Naked Hyro." <laughs> yep, but not a hundred yards. <laughs> hundred feet. So 100 feet. only a hundred feet. Still gonna only catch 100 you feet. So you can be a little bit closer. <laughs> so, so it's so what they're saying is it's a little bit beyond safer? the twenty-five yard margin. That yeah. Got it. yeah. What they're saying is it's safer to be closer to Naked Hyro than it is to be closer to a wolf. So, well, I think what they're trying to say is stay 100 feet away from Naked Hyro while you're running a front of Hyro so that the animal gets in first <laughs> yes. before it gets in. Mm. Yes. That's what they Good mean. luck, man. I'm mm. fast. I'll come over. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody Boy, has I ever that, seen I got Naked Hyro run speed. from a bear. <laughs> That's the thing. <laughs> I mean, up there, up in the Midwest, bro, we have brown bears. I ain't messing around with no brown bear. No. Says you. I ain't messing. Hey. <laughs> There's a big difference between you encountering a black bear in the east, in the Shenandoah Valleys, in the Blue Ridge Mountains, versus you coming across a brown bear, a grizzly bear in the northwest. They don't play. They don't play. And especially during the summer when all they're trying to do is just regain what they lost through hibernation. I ain't, I ain't messing with no damn brown mm-hmm. bear, bro. <laughs> I want to keep my flesh on me. True. I don't want to have it hanging off me. That's very important. Yeah, while I'm running. All right. Nah, I'm, I'm going to go mano y mano with it. Mano y mano. <laughs> the first bitch slap that bear guns you're going to rip off of your face. You're going to have no mano. You don't know about my left hand. Your left hand? You going to do a left hook? 
You just might bitch slap that bear. Oh, Southpaw, boy. <laughs> All right, guys. Let's pull up beer number two here. Let's go. What we got? Whoop. Naked Hyro needs another beer. Naked Hyro <laughs> needs another beer. Hey, yo. All right. So beer number two here is our good old seasonal beer from Winwood. It's called Hoppy Chulo. Hoppy Chulo. Hi, Poppy. Get happy. Get rico. When I saw the name as I was picking up these beers, I had to look this up because I was like, bro, these names they come up with, I got to hand it to them. Yeah. Happy Chulo. Yeah. Got to love it. And I'll take this one that's right here in front of the camera from you guys. This one's off the table, seeing as we already tasted this one out. And then this one's falling into the camera as this is the one we're about to taste. So, Hoppy Chulu is a hazy uh, seasoned IPA. Um, talks big game, full of hop, aroma, the mosaic, and citra, but deep inside, it's a softy at only 4.8% APV. All right. So, this is not a high APV IPA like we've had here in the past. Um, has but it's a, not the lowest, though. That is not the lowest. We haven't had, I mean, no, this is I think the I lowest think we, IPA. I thought we had, we had the, wasn't the one that was like three? No. Like four, or one's like four? I swear there's one. No, this is the four. This is the mm. one that's fallen below five, as far as IPAs that we've tasted here okay. on this podcast. Um, a juicy body and lower alcohol, but Ooh, Hoppy juicy. Chulo. Juicy body. Will <laughs> smack hot haters <laughs> upside their heads. Calm down over there, Austin. <laughs> you can't blame him. You have to blame the writer who wrote this. Yo, I didn't write it. Exactly. You You're have right. to blame the writer. The way you said it. Though. The way you said it, there was a, uh, you know. The writer who wrote this meant for it to be said like that. Uh. Upside the head with juicy dank tangerine, <laughs> grapefruit, <laughs> a papaya brought from three different rounds of dry hopping and dark smoke. Oh man! Like now, now try to read. No, I, I, I can't even see my iPad at this point. Right. Carlos might start drinking this beer. Yeah, at this point, I'm just gonna take this beer out so, from notes the camera. Of tangerine, <laughs> uh, grapefruit, Woo! and papaya brought on by three different rounds of dry hopping with a light body and big hop flavor. He's balanced, a little bit of a lover and a pitcher. Mm. 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 <laughs> Alright, Carlos, a little bit was, of a lover and a pitcher. No, bro. A little shit. bit of a lover and a fighter. Oh, oh I read that wrong. That is fighter. not what you <laughs> said. <laughs> I read that wrong. What was was that wrong. Sure. You know what? You said bitch. Off the screen, I was just reading had a sideways. Read. What the hell was he reading? <laughs> I was reading it sideways. I thought he said right? picture. I did. However, I was reading it sideways. Um, so, it, but is it bitcher? They blame pitcher? it on sideways. Fighter. It, it, or pitcher I, from I think a it's baseball maybe because field. it's drink too. fighter. No, fighter. no, fighter. Fighter. Like fighting what a brown bear. I like how like this whole conversation is talking about like okay. fighter. No, fighter. No. <laughs> Bro, it's fighter flight. So I will try it, as you know. I'm not an IPA guy, but I will You are not an IPA fan. That part I know. I will definitely give it my two cents. Alright. It does smell good. Maybe three. It does really have a it nice does. scent to it. Yeah. Nice yeah. danky taste. A nice. little danky taste, like it says on the description. Nice. It was like fabuloso. Fabuloso. I don't know about his smell. Yo, like if y'all don't know no. about Fabuloso, it is Spanish right. cleaner. It's definitely you have to clean everything. It's definitely a dense, hazy tone to it. Uh, even though the camera's frozen there on the bottom. <laughs> no, it's the light feed. <laughs> that ain't bad. Not I bad. do like the flavor on it's this. Actually. It's very light. 
I like the bubbly taste. This is a definitely a pool beer. Yes. yes. For the summer. Yes. Uh, Vamos hence, a la playa. hence why the logo on this beer is a dude in a pool or what could look like no. a hot tub with those tiny He has a giant tiles. chin. It's a happy chulo in a pool. It's a happy chulo with a butt chin in. But you know, right. he has four butt chins. <laughs> How much chin he has on that picture? It's crazy. <laughs> it's a wish.com bad bunny. What? Bro, wish.com bad bunny. Wish.com bad bunny. <laughs> this dude just took it, it a whole it just different got real. It just got real. They and were trying every, to use his likeness, especially but I'm with trying to get sued. Bro. So <laughs> they use wish.com bad bunny. Wow. So what I like about the beer is when you finish drinking it, you have a little bubbly on your tongue. I like that. That's for, that, for that, I just yeah. give you an alka No. <laughs> because it doesn't taste good. It's just a bubbly oh. feeling. <laughs> bubble. I want to have the alcohol taste and I have oh, a little bubbly man. feeling. Bubble, 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 bubble. It's good, though. It yeah. is. I like this one definitely. Definitely for the pool. Definitely, definitely for, for the, the beach. pool, but I definitely yeah. got to say that this is probably the hoppiest one we've had. Yeah. So far, as far as IPAs. Gotta love that cat. The ghost cat. <laughs> the ghost cat. Um, what do you think about this APA, Austin? I know you're not an IPA fan, so for you, tasting this IPA is a whole different perspective. Flavor? Fantastic. Really? Yeah. Wow. I like the flavor. Okay. He almost finished um, it. There you go. Well, this portion. This was <laughs> oh. just, yeah. yeah, he didn't just chug. I did like, not pour the whole thing. Oh, yeah. I thought you did. Um, no, that was, it that wasn't was a high roll glass. Have you poured that whole thing in already and you already drank that much? Damn. Yeah, you, there you go. It's fixed. You're spending... You're, yeah, you're going chin, chin. So as the color. video has now been fixed, we can now take a look at uh, what is the look of this beer called Hoppy Chulo. And let me move this can back and put this can into play. So also, we know, really quick, please show, please show the chin. Look at the chin. Look that, at his That's chin. your Hoppy Chulo, bro. That, that chin has body. Chulo. That chin... Also, Hannah's right. The crimson chin chin. 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 Yes. Crimson Look at the chin, chin, chin on that man. Uh, Hoppy Chulo from Woodwood Brewing Co. <laughs> uh, at that angle, you can still see the chin. From any angle, you can see the chin. <laughs> from any angle, you can see the chin. You're right. That guy's underwater. You're still seeing his chin. I mean, it might function as a flotation device. You can see the chin yeah, from the moon. What? No, no not Amy. I ain't got it, no butt chin. It looks like his... <laughs> no, I'm saying it looks like his Speedo is behind him. Speed what? Look at the look at the can. Look at the can. Look to his right. Uh, that does to his like right, Hyro. To his right. Or to your right. Look at that. What's that zebra stripe things behind him? I'm just lost. No. Oh, I'm kidding. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know what your point. <laughs> Hyro. <laughs> That's Hyro on the yeah, stream. Yeah, that's, that's Hyro on the stream trying to fight with a grizzly bear. Right now it's me fighting that's a bear. Hyrule. And I just kicked them in the newts. <laughs> um, yeah, flavor is good. Again, it's an IPA. Not my favorite. Um, so it's definitely automatically going to have a lower ranking for me than... Okay. Oof. Um, this is the first tasting for me for this Hoppy Chulo. I haven't tasted this beer before. So I've had it a few times at a bar. A few bars. I definitely Bottom feel it's, it's got a little floral scent to it as you yeah. smell it from the can. It's got a hoppy feel to it also as you drink it. I kind of feel a stronger, hoppier taste to it as you exhale after you swallow. Hey, yo. Hey, yo. You know. Do you notice a difference between cup or can? Uh, 
I actually think I probably would have drank it better from the can than from the cup. Yeah. That that's me. I don't know about you guys, but I think that it's definitely a can beer. I think the little tin aluminum flavor of the can kind of give it a little little kick. Um little ting, little, little tingle. Little tingle there to the bottom. <laughs> it's a little lighter. Little tingle to the bottom. Then a little tingle to the bottom. as well. In color. Uh as far as rating this beer, if I had to give it from a zero to a five point oh. Zero to five. I'd probably throw it in at around three twenty five. That's not bad. Yeah. I would do about a two point five. Two point five? That's Damn, bro. That's that's it's an IPA. Honestly, for you not liking for you not liking IPAs, yeah, that's, 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 not, that's that's yeah. fair. Yeah, that's it's fair. not terrible. I mean it's, it's yeah, you're right. It's not a terrible rating. No, not at all. I'd probably give it a three. Yeah, I mean three is not terrible. I mean I'd drink it again, but it wouldn't be my go to Exactly. Exactly. I, I, I like this one. Mine mine would probably be three point two five. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm doing. Is it three point two five? Three and a quarter. Three yeah. and a quarter. About tree fifty. Three. No. Tree. Tree fifty. Minus a quarter. Twenty. Like exactly. Yeah. <laughs> tree fifty. I don't know about no tree fifty, but uh, tree twenty five. Tree twenty five. Yeah. Tree twenty five is where I'm landing it in at, um, with its uh, first time tasting this one. Hoppy, funky, a little bitter. It is clean. <laughs> You guys have a little dry taste to it too. I don't know about dry. I, I think I it does a little it. bit. I, mean, I don't feel it. I don't feel it dry. Really? Maybe I'm just dry. <laughs> Any more? <laughs> Any more water? <laughs> I mean, my soul. Well, you my soul's dry. Any <laughs> <laughs> more water in my life? <laughs> <laughs> Said no one. No oh man! <laughs> All right. So that is again Hoppy Chulo. From Woodwood Brewing Co. here in Miami, Florida. We would place to be. He said pitcher. <laughs> <laughs> he really said pitcher. <laughs> Austin, Austin, Austin. What's that? <laughs> that was so funny. Oh, bro. I think I'm going to have to start brewing my own beer at the house. Oh, gosh. Don't become one of those. <laughs> what do you mean? He has the most experience out of any of us that we know. He's going to go crazy stupid in the lab. All right, Carlos, what's our next Crazy, question? Crazy, stupid, and then they just come what's out bad. No. <laughs> what's our next no. topic? Yeah. Next topic is uh, jumping into the barbecue world, right? So jumping into the barbecue world when I think about setting up my grill outside. Uh, I don't just focus on the charcoal. I kind of go a little crazy with selecting what am I going to put in there with the charcoal. Because mm-hmm. it's not just about buying a pack of Kingford charcoal at Publix. Our local brand... Uh, supermarket here in right. South Florida, uh, and spread as far north as Tennessee, from what I've been able to discover, because I found Publixes at Gatlinburg, Tennessee. Yeah, um, I saw one in Alabama. You saw one in Alabama? Yeah, when it yeah. got me a pub sub. <laughs> nice. You can never go wrong with a pub sub. For those of you who don't know what a pub sub is, outside of the following states that we have said, it is a sub from Publix. Great, great subs, one hundred percent. Hmm. Quick question. Um, was it the same quality as we have down here? Yeah. 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 I had a chicken tender pub sub in Gatlinburg and I can tell you it was the same quality. Really? Yep. Nice. Yep. So good, right, so we're good. chicken tender sub. Good on you, Publix. Mm-hmm. If you see a Publix anywhere, just go to Pub Sub. <laughs> All right. When you think about barbecuing, Austin, I know you like the barbecue as much about as much as I do, but mm-hmm. you go the opposite direction. You go into the 
electronical pellet smokers and you know yeah. app related barbecues i go into the more traditional charcoal and wood uh what are some key brands or some key things that you kind of do when you're selecting what pellets or what wood you're going to put into that smoker well in terms of brands are you are you referring to pellets specifically or into the smoker you can go either way i mean we're it, this is just a broad picture right of, yeah. of smoking your food through a barbecue yeah um, I don't really have any preference of of brand of 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 tasted different brands. Um, taking typically I'll go with the with the Traeger Signature. Okay, I feel like it's a great quality blend. Um, and those are those are pellets that I'll that right. I'll use for my smoker. Um, I have a GMG, which is a Green Mountain Grills Davy Crockett. It's a small smoker. Um, it's electric, so I have an app on my phone, so I can control it. I can turn it on now from my house if I wanted to have it on my patio. Um. And I'm able to control whatever the temperature is of the smoker, as well as I have a, a probe as well, a thermometer that I can put inside whatever meat, whatever I'm smoking there. Um, I, Boy. So I can monitor that temperature as well. Um, going, going, yeah. going into the conversation and topic of traditional versus like more modern like electric smokers, mm -hmm. I just enjoy the convenience. And nothing to take away from... The traditional way, because I've, I've tasted some of the food that you make, and it's phenomenal. But the convenience of not having to worry about, okay, is my is my smoker too hot? Is it too cold? Do I have to check on it? Just being able to set it and forget it, and then get an alert when it's done. I love that. I love that. Okay. So you want to add a little bit of the laziness into the equation. Yeah. All right. A little have, bit of the laziness and comfort. I get it. I yeah. mean... It, we got 20 million things going on in this world today, man. I, mm -hmm. it, you, when you're trying to multitask at home, you you can't yeah. be relying on a traditional smoker. You're going to burn the crap out of the food while you're trying to do exactly. something else. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. I remember once uh, I was at work and you know the wife said, oh, I'm going to cook the salmon for you before you get home. <laughs> and <laughs> she was doing one of those scenarios where you're multitasking and she was working at home and um, she was like, oh, shit, the salmon's in the barbecue. <laughs> so she goes back outside to take a look at the salmon. The salmon's, you know, a black jar. Was it, it, was, it was blackened salmon. That's all. Blackened that's all. Salmon. Oh, it was blackened all the way through from side to side. It was well done. It was super well done. Yeah. Yeah. She went to touch it and just broke into ash. It's like Thanos came by and just snapped a finger. <laughs> it looks like someone in the chat actually has one of your Green Mountain. Yep. Pellet smoker. Yes, Green Mountain pellet smoker. Shorty Amy. Even brownies? We make everything in there in that smoker, even brownies. That's crazy. I've never done brownies, but now that you say that's that, crazy. I'll definitely give it a shot. Um, Interesting. Yeah, now I'm curious. I'm a pellet smoker. I'm actually curious about yeah. it. You happen to make one. I want to taste it. it. I have done a pecan pie. What? Please pecan tell me more. In yes. the smoker. Yes. Please tell me more. Okay. Yes. Um, done pecan pie. Um, it's also a fantastic way. Hear me out reheat pizza okay i can see that fantastic and, I, yeah. and and i'll give you i'll give you a, a five-star rating on that scenario yeah. where you can at least just preheat the system off your phone yeah whereas if i gotta go out there and i gotta light up charcoal and i gotta light up you know the wood yeah inside the lighter and and then drop pour it in there as i'm ready to start um and then i just burned three logs of wood and you know a pound and a half of charcoal for no reason if i'm just yeah. gonna heat up a pizza Exactly. Uh, so I, I'll give you I'll give you the rights on that one, one hundred percent. Yeah. So here's the real question: Just get both. Just get an electric one, and just get a real 
regular one. And, and I, based on what you're going to, how much time you have, use an electric one well, Austin, or use the conventional one. Austin just sent me a webpage the other day where I was looking into the smokers this morning. Yeah. Oh, okay, exactly. Hold on. Hold on. I Going wanna, to the dark I'll, side? I want to get into that, but I want to hold that chat because who, I want to hold that thought because whoever is in the chat just made a great point. Um, we have two of them actually, one for the house and one a small one for the RV. Mm -hmm. So some smokers, specifically with the great with the GMG, they have a an outlet so you can plug it into a wall or you can plug it into the back of a truck, plug it plug it into a car. So you can go on the road and still mm. take that smoker with you. It has legs that fold up over it, so you can pick it up by the handles and literally take it anywhere. Okay. So you can go out camping and bring your smoker, set it up and do two racks of ribs or do a couple burgers and still have the great experience of, of course obviously when you're outside you wouldn't use the wi-fi but you can still use the manual controls turn it on and you have the great experience of having smoked foods instead of okay let me build a fire and now let me try to cook my food over the fire because instead of using the fire as convenience he's sold by the way he's buying one oh, immediately I, I, after been, we're done I've, he I've is been, sold, I, I've been <laughs> well, sold. Well, hold on because he did mention that i sent him a link and the link to one of the smokers that i sent him it's a brand called Rectech, which a friend of mine has fantastic company the quality is out of this world i wish i had one from um, what i read though they're based out of georgia yes okay so they're not that far away i can actually drive to pick this up yes are you sponsored yes. by the way i'm not sponsored okay I would Yo. love to be sponsored. Yo, so you guys can send me <laughs> a free grill to test for you yeah. and Anytime. put on this podcast. We will have, I will gladly we will have a podcast <laughs> where we are smoking yes. on the uh -huh. spot. Yes. <laughs> we will do it. But I think that's a great point. What we could do is we could maybe do like a challenge like to see like Carlos and myself like cook the same food and see like what the process is for each of that mm. um, right. in terms of setting it up. Um, but the smoker that I sent Carlos is not a cost effective for an individual it's more if you want to do like commercial cooking um Bro, because it is love with this thing chris three smokers it's, it's it ridiculous. is on a half trailer i was telling the wife about it earlier and it, when i told her i was like all i had to do was put up 10 fingers because it's 10 figures big yeah it's 10 g's to buy this grill Oof. yep all right but it hooks up to the back of the car and you got one massive barrel grill at the end on the back end. And then you have two mini grills on the sides. So if you want to go one veggie, you want to go one kebabs, and then you want to go one just for the master meat mm -hmm. on the back end. Master meat. I like that. Master meat on the back end. <laughs> all right. You can go for the mass. And they're all, the only thing that came to my mind, though, as I was looking at this <laughs> was, we're smoking. We smoking up some food. Uh, the only thing that came to mind was, when we talk about pellet smokers, right, we're traditionally looking at electrical pellet smokers, right? Mm -hmm. So if it's on the trailer and I'm towing this thing somewhere, where the hell am I going to pull the power from? Yeah. Right. So that was the only thing that came across my head. And I was like, well, I got the Jackery, you know, thousand explorer generator, but will that feed me enough power and enough time to smoke everything I want to smoke in yeah. there? Yeah. Or am I going to need to start looking at something that can tolerate more than maybe four and a half to five hours of smoking yeah mm. right and that's where the gmg david crock david Crockett is a great option because you don't need to worry about having to pull a generator you plug it into the back of your car okay i mean i do have an outlet inside the vehicle exactly. do i want to smoke the crap out of my leather interior probably not no it's, it's not <laughs> saying that you're going to use it but the the cables i think it's 20 feet that comes with oh, it that's not bad so you yeah, have no, plenty of space to be yeah. have right there. being able to plug it in <laughs> you, 
and being able to cable. have it a decent distance away so that you're you're not smelling up your interior. So Carlos, I think you're starting from way up here with 10 G's. You got to start from like the bottom and then um, work I your mean, way up to 10. And the reason why I went up to the, <laughs> to, to the 10 G's one that Austin had showed me was because that is the overall idea of the next barbecue that I would really like to have is something that's on a trailer that I can just move from A to B. Yeah, I can just pick it up from one end in the house. It's on wheels, so I can just push it down take the grass. Wherever, yeah. Or I can just attach it to the car and take it with me on the go. If we're going to have some sort of family reunion, I can just take it wherever. Which is very convenient, good. by the way. Which yeah. is convenient. Yeah. You know, versus right now, I got to call, you know, Joe Dirt, Juan Pepe, Primo, Tio, whoever the hell it is to come over with a pickup truck <laughs> so we can load the barbecue onto the back of the truck. Yeah. And, Make sure they don't yeah. and take it uh, to where we're break going. Break their ankle. Yeah. Exactly. Just make sure they don't do a high roll. <laughs> Got it. Plus, if you're going to spend so much money on one, you might as well just spend more money at that point and Doesn't, just get a really I mean, good one. The, I'm sure there are some out there that are traditional barbecue smokers that are on wheels that aren't that expensive. I mean, yeah. there are, but nobody wants a charbroil. Why not, bro? No. Why not? No. Why not? Now comes my my conversation, my my feedback <laughs> into this conversation. <laughs> I'm a traditional that. barbecue smoker. <laughs> I was always barbecuing on the porch in the backyard with my father, or when we were living, when I was living at the farm, we were barbecuing in the back by the avocados. It was never electrical, bro. Ain't no damn power outlet in the middle of the woods. Yep. Now what the hell am I gonna do when I let you go smoke when I got no power? Can't do shit. That's what <laughs> I'm gonna be doing. That's true. Right? That's so very true. It's always been about putting the charcoal in there. You light up the charcoal first. Then you select the proper wood to go with the type of meats you're going to cook. Mm-hmm. I like going, in certain occasions, I like going hickory. I like going applewood. I like going mm. mesquite. You know, those are all different type of woods that I can put into, depending on what <clears throat> dish we're going to be cooking on the grill. Um, but I've come to, to learn lately here at the house that most of the dishes that I typically do, I think pair up better with mesquite, depending on the brand of mesquite that you go buy, because right. not all mesquite woods are the same. And the one that I've been going for lately has been the Kingford mesquite wood, and I don't even stick the full log in there. I pull out the hand axe, and I split that at least into one or two pieces, right? Um, depending on how big the piece of wood that you pulled out of the bag is. Mm-hmm. And then you light up the charcoal first. Charcoal's your starter. And then you just rely on the wood the rest of the way through. So whether I'm smoking three hours or whether I'm out there under the umbrella smoking for six and a half to eight hours. Um, it's all about keeping the, the temperature stable by just adding in the wood when it's, you know, getting ready to burn out. Yeah. Right. Whereas if, you know, you'll be inside chilling, watching your anime cartoon and adjusting the temperature from your, don't well, call it an anime for cartoon. all you know, for all you know, I could have my anime. smoker going on right now. At this very moment, you're right. Cooking food without having to worry about my house catching on fire, any of all of that. I mean, without having to worry about adding more what? pellets or if I have yet to or... still keep my butt cheeks as they are, even though I have <laughs> lit my ass on fire three times. Three. All right. Like that they ain't burned. They ain't crisp. I'm. I'm just saying the that, house ain't going on fire. I'm not saying that in terms. I did of burn you. my eyebrows off too. I'm saying that because of how close my smoker is to my patio wall. That's okay. that's why I'm saying that. Okay. That's why I'm using that as an example. All right. However, it's the the convenience of not having to worry about it, not having to add, not having to do anything. It's I can up the temperature, I can decrease the temperature, I can turn it on, I can turn it off, I can do all of that without having to even look at the food. Okay. 
I get alerts based off of the temperature of the smoker and off of the temperature of the, of the meat. So I know if the meat's done, I know how long I have because I can have a timer on it as well. I get alerts off the smoke signals that come out of the pipe. I bet mm. you do. If the smoke looks yes. weak, add wood. Yes. True. <laughs> I get signals off the thermometer. The thermometer <laughs> looks like it's dropping yeah. at 200 or below. Add in wood. Add more. Yeah. And then if it's dropping near 200, 220, it's like, all right, let's open up the air hole. Yeah. Let's Ooh. let let's let it breathe a little bit so can, the fire can pick up. Yeah. Uh, and then I get more smoke coming out of the chimney. Yeah. And then we'd be fine. Yeah. I think so, there's pros I, and cons to both. I agree. There's pros yeah. and cons to both. I just like going back more into the old style way where I my entertainment's fed off of me going to check on the yeah. food. But I think right. I think you also know that I have no problem cooking on an open flame. Yes, I yes. Uh, it, it was also insulting that one time that you know <laughs> you decided to grab uh, what's the name of this pendejo ham that you throw oh, on the prosciutto. Prosciutto. This man gets prosciutto <laughs> ham, gets a piece of wood. You don't know what type of wood that shit is. You don't know that's just Basically. a wood that they chopped up. It, through it, on was, the back of a, it was a skewer. It was a, it was a wood skewer. It's used for roasting marshmallows. All right. And I took a piece of prosciutto and I put it over a campfire and I roasted it. And prosciutto's was, prosciutto, bro. You eat that shit how it is. It was phenomenal. <laughs> it was fantastic. It was a little crispy. You, <laughs> so you don't like prosciutto <laughs> crispy? It was wrong with crispy prosciutto. It was slightly warm. <laughs> right, here's the I, real I think question. you were there. Yes, I was. That's how oh, were you there? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Carlos, here's a real question. Has there ever been one time in your life where you've thought to yourself, I really want an electric smoker? Have you ever thought that one time? I have. I've yeah. looked at it multiple times, and every time I look at the price, I'm like, "Fuck you! I don't. I'm not gonna pay that." Much. <laughs> so really, <laughs> the problem is just that you just need both, right? No, I mean, there, there and you is choose a, there what is you want to do when you want to do it. There is a coworker that always refers me to a, a YouTube channel of some famous dude that barbecues in Texas. Can't remember the guy's name off the top of my head right now, but I'll look it up and bring it up in a future podcast. This guy's got a deck in the back of the house that has to be beyond 500 square feet because he's literally got almost nine different barbecues in the deck and they're all different styles of barbecues. Mm -hmm. He's got a box smoker. He's got an electrical box smoker with pellets. He's got a electrical standard smoker like a Traeger. He's got a green egg in there. He's got a... Uh, an electrical smoker like the one that uh, Austin had mentioned a second ago. He's got a standard Weber. He's got the new electrical pellet Weber, which uh, I believe is called like the Weber 1200. Things like a thousand dollars. All right. But he has all these barbecues in this big, huge circle of a deck in the back of the house. And he sits there and he just makes YouTube videos off these barbecues. And when you look at the food that he's coming out of there, it's like, damn, man, now I'm hungry. Now I got to go get some food. <laughs> so you're saying like, just wide open field. He has his deck with all this barbecue. So yeah. there's like no fence. Just walk up in there, just grab one and leave. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I what know what's what in are Texas. you insinuating? Huh? <laughs> what are you insinuating over here, Chris? I know he's in Texas. I remember you in Texas. I would, you need, get, I would get need some first. pellets in your behind. <laughs> all right. All right. You might get different type of pellets in your behind. <laughs> book <right>. shot. <laughs> speaking of food, I'm thirsty. Y'all just aren't speaking hard enough about right. this. Enough with the food speaking here. Let's get to the next beer. The next beer is called Father Francisco. Ooh. All right, Father Francisco Father. is also by Winwood Brewing Co. Father. Father Francisco is the one that I, out of all the ones that I've tasted from them over 
the past few years have been the ones I've liked the most, right? And it is the one that falls into the Belgian style golden ale, right? Um, Father Francisco has a 9.3% APV, all right? So Father Francisco is a... It, it perks my ears. <laughs> you know, it, it's dangerous territory for those who are just starting to get into beers. I would not recommend this as a starter. Um, and the reason for that is if you are not tolerant and you can't hold your ground, this is not a good startup. I'm going to read this to see if I can redeem myself. <laughs> yes, please. Yes, by all means. All right. Picture. On a journey since landing in the Americas in the 1500s, Father Francisco, known as the first Jesuit priest to set up a mission on the Miami River, is the namesake of our Belgian-style golden ale. A homage to the tropical aromas of the South Florida, this golden brew carries fragrant notes of clove and other spices topped off with fruity esters. This unique flavor combination brings to life this effervescent ale that will take you on your own journey. It's homage, but whatever. Yeah. It's fine. Homage. <laughs> what? What? The homage. H is silent? Yeah, that's the say. Homage. I've never heard the H silent in my yeah, life. What homage. did I say? You said homage. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> it's all right. You did great. Way better than that last one. Thank you. You, you definitely made up for the last you one. You did. Yeah. All right. Uh, Bottoms up, boys. Bottoms so, up. <laughs> we got the beer here in front of the camera already. Let me get another clear cup over here so I can show you the color tone to this beer. Ooh, that is an orangey color. That is definitely an orangey mm -hmm. color. Mm. That's what daddy likes. Bro, but the Ooh. aroma is the aroma that I love, bro. Mm. That Just smelling oh. that style <laughs> beer right off the bat is like, oof, that is the beer that I'm drinking. All right. So as we can see here right next wow. to the can, that is the beer we're about to jump into now. That's good. I already right. jumped into you late. <laughs> Oof. See this yeah. one I've had a few times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At BJ's. Those Belgians really do brew crazy beer beers, mm -hmm. let me tell you. Oh yeah. I feel like this beer with a good steak. Oh yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Some red meat. Some some red meat. I also feel like this beer with some fried shrimp. Yeah. Like on a kebab right there on the smoker. Yeah. Some fried shrimp. All right. Mm -hmm. Not prosciutto. Not, not prosciutto. Uh, I feel like this is this could also go with a like a heavier pasta dish. Definitely a heavier pasta dish. It yeah. can't go with a light pasta dish. No, heavier pasta dish. But yet again, black and chicken fettuccine. Ooh, yeah, that sounds really you know good. What? All right, y'all. I'm gonna see y'all later. <laughs> You're welcome. Oh, damn. And I had food before coming over here. Now I'm hungry again. Ooh, Father Francisco. This tastes really good. I'm very happy with this one. So, like, what's up with, like this, uh, with this uh, unicorn dragon that's on the bottom of his feet, though? Uh, it's what he conquered. It's what he used to sw uh, swim to America. That's what Hyra <laughs> was running from. That's what Hyra <laughs> was running from. Got yeah, because I smacked it in the face and I got dipped. <laughs> <laughs> so, you have... Uh, you have Christopher Columbus that used the boat. Father Francisco used the sea creature to get over to America. <laughs> Las Americas. <laughs> I want to. I be think in that America. is some sort of rendition of Moby Dick, based off of like the off the head, the unicorn horns that are sticking out. Bro, I've never seen a Moby Dick with a unicorn horn. I mean, there's two of them. You see that, right? <laughs> there's two of them. Oh shit! There is two of them. Yes, I'm not saying double. Here, there's two. Oh, of it's them. a Moby Dick Satan. 
Satanas. Yeah, look, <laughs> I'll show the stream. Like I said, I'm not seeing two. There's there's two of them. So there's one. Wait, where's the second one? So Go there's one right, right there. there, bro. Look at it. You see the hairs in the middle? Yeah. And then look to the left of the hairs and then look to the right. Mm. The two black sticks. No, that's the same one. No, bro. No. There's two of them. No. There's two. Wait, there's two? Yes. Chris, you got to get the glasses checked, bro. Mm. <laughs> Chris. You still don't see the two sticks? This is a Chris, magical sea Chris, creature. I Chris. think y'all are tripping. <laughs> right here. Yeah, exactly. Right here. I am nowhere near the right right It's one. Yeah, right I'm here. with you. Right here. It's one. I'm with you. It's one. I ain't nowhere Chris, near the it's tripping. It's one. It's one. Chris. It has two horns. It's one. It has two horns. There's one here and there's one here. I will Google no, this it right has now. Split. I will look like, up the stats. Look at the mouth. <laughs> I will look up the stats. That right is now. one mouth. It, yes, exactly. It is one mouth, two horns. Yes, that's, that's what, what we we've been on. saying. That's what we're saying. Oh, we said we it's say got it's two, two horns. It's two. We didn't, you're no, saying it was two, two like two creatures. Yes, yeah, yes. I was, I was, oh, obviously, two creatures. obviously I was, has two horns. Oh, bro, it's one head too. I like horns. how we just fighting over. it. Y'all don't know English. We're over here talking about creatures. Y'all talking about horns. Hyro, they're just Damn. way too drunk. <laughs> we're on the same wavelength. Either we're wow. super drunk or they're super drunk. But I'm pretty sure it's I them. am nowhere near drunk. Okay, so it's them. <laughs> oh. You know what? It's just the vape hit both of them really hard. <laughs> they really inhaled that vape. They really did. Yeah. <laughs> Especially Austin. Austin was in there. Just, oh, guys, here it comes again. <laughs> that, that was that like, vape, bro. Stay away. Carlos is just <laughs> inhaling that vape. <laughs> it's all over the place now. Ooh, this had an extended hold Bring on to Austin. <laughs> <laughs> Give you a nice <laughs> waff of it. Oh man. Let me put this beer in my mouth. <laughs> Damn. Just put it in your mouth. Now the in real question mouth. is, what is the rating for this beer? Awesome, I'll start with you over on the other side. What is the rating? I would give it a four point two five. Hmm. Okay. Two five, two five. Let me see what I gave this beer out of my curiosity. Because I've already had this beer before. Well, while you're looking, yeah. I'll let you know mine. Like, this is already one of my tops, so this is a yeah. 4.5 for me. Ooh, okay. This okay. this one has always been definitely a solid. Yeah. This so, is a go-to if I see it. Well, I would, would you pick give this, this over the other beers that we had for sure. Mm. But you, Chris, this is probably also a 4.5. It's very oh. high alcohol percentage, which is good, very yeah. important, <laughs> and it tastes really good. Yes. So, and I think those two are really important factors in having a good beer. I mean, that's pretty much all you really need is just the alcohol percentage and does it taste good? Indeed. So when I had last logged in, this beer was my wife's birthday, 2020. <laughs> 2020, <And> dang. 2020. <laughs> wow. And um, I did also give it a four and a half. 4.5. Okay. Hey, look that's at that. That's a very high rating, though. <laughs> yeah. That's a very that's good pretty rating. Consistent. Yeah. Pretty consistent right across the board. I like this. I like this. <laughs> all right. It's so 4.5 it is for Father Francisco. Right. Any other questions we got up there that we can answer before we uh, conclude today's uh, Outdoors Brews and Barbecue? Because I got to take a leak. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. That, was, <laughs> you know, that one was just for you guys. You know? <laughs> I'm ready to drain out the first two beers. Uh, this is going to be a Patreon part. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do a Patreon to where they can keep on watching after we cut. And see how and we all just, scatter. Yeah, we ch try to chug as many as I can. <laughs> so we'll do like a we'll do a Patreon post show, which <laughs> us just talking more crap like we were the first half an hour. I mean, by the way, the first half an hour that. was very funny. Yeah, we really were funny. Well, I mean, Patreon's page is ready to go, bro. I just haven't launched it publicly. 
Well, well, we all want to start doing many stupid episodes. Y'all we had the ghost cat. The ghost cat was really funny. Ghost cat. I mean, ghost we cat's really still around there somewhere. <laughs> we really were cracking jokes. Huh? <laughs> I'm right next to it. And if y'all don't know out there, ghost cat is is Austin's chair. Austin's so chair moves, it makes squeaks, a and it sounds like a cat, cat noise. It, it, so it seriously sounds like it's like purring. Technically, you're saying I'm sitting on a cat. No, is that how the cat died? I'm just saying. Your chair said forty. I love cats. I wouldn't want to sit on. Why a cat. would you say that? That's what you're Kyle saying. to become a ghost cat. Don't be killing kid or witters. I'm just saying you're turning some WD-40. We need, no. It's a, no. WD-41. No, WD-41. WD that was WD also 41. in the pre-show, which nobody knows about. It's going to be the Patreon to so be you be on the Patreon to see. So that way they know what happened, but we can't talk about it because it's just what happened in this room stays in this room. Yeah. Unless you're part of the Patreon, then you'll know what happened. Just y'all, do yourself a favor. That's really it. Go out there, get, get yourself some WD-41. <laughs> Not WD forty. Don't get it twisted. <laughs> WD forty one. I would I would actually dare to make a beer logo that says WD forty one. WD forty one. When I you like brew that. your own beer, just Photoshop a WD forty one. Slap it on a can. Okay, my question. He's thinking about is, it. Is I see would, the gears turning what, in his head. Look at him. What would your I see the gears turning WD stand for? I'm not going to tell you what that's going to stand for. All right, so WDs, let's close That's going to be post-show. In the Patreon. In the that's going to be post-show. In the Patreon. That's going to be post-show. It's in the Patreon. <laughs> All right. I guess uh, we don't have any other questions. No. WD41. WD41? All right. If you ask what WD41 is, you're not going to get the answer. No. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we'll explain <laughs> it in another show for you. You just had to be here. <laughs> yeah. It's going to save the world. <laughs> no more. You just have to be here to know what it is. <laughs> Alright guys, that's it for today. Thanks for chatting in on Outdoors Brews and Barbecue Podcast. Until next time. Bye. Peace. Later. Later.